Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CBiz Media. This is Irene again, and we have a great guest for you guys to enjoy. Mr. Prentice Johnson is on the phone, on the line with us today. And he has a, an exciting event. He has some great projects coming up that he would like to share with us. But first, Prentice, I wanted to ask you if you could introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Prentice Johnson. Uh, born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, background, uh, urban city, uh, young, young, um, moved to the suburbs, uh, at flip of, of a first decade, so 10, 11 years old, uh, in the suburbs of Bloomington, Minnesota, I was one of the first African-Americans out there. I remember my first uh, fight was literally with another a first generation or second generation African. Uh, and the fight was because I called him the N-word. Now, not, not the full N-word, but the one that we normally use as African-Americans uh, to embrace each other. Uh, wow. and him and I, yeah, him and I ended up in a, in a fight about it. Um, progressively, I went through school. Um, I was a GED student, uh, but I got my GED immediately after, uh, I was supposed to graduate. Uh, went further to college, uh, college three years. Uh, I did pretty well. I was a pretty good student. However, I didn't keep up with my finances, so I ended up leaving there and going to work. Um, I would say from the ages of 14 to 17, entrepreneurial spirit. That's where I got my entrepreneurial spirit. Um, I was a part of a, a great organization uh, called Junior Careers, uh, where they gathered young teenagers and we went door to door selling candy. I was one of the top salespeople constantly uh, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And when there were prizes, I always won. Uh, that's where I learned to be able to speak door to door, uh, speak to people uh, heads on about what I'm trying to accomplish. That's where I learned to display um, that's where I think that's really where I got my my uh, entrepreneurial nature. Um, Great. So can years. I ask what can I ask you what industry you're working in at, at this point in time? Today I'm a marketer. Uh, I am an author uh, and an inspiring marketer. Um, most of my work experience has been customer service sales. Uh, but today I'm an author. Recently, I uh, published a book called A Leap in a Fall. 
a leap and a fall. I plan to use to offer the African-American former slave reparations. Um, with that said, I believe that in order for us to actually receive the reparations that we deserve, the system, the economy will have to pay it back. And with that said, I'll be introducing a leap in a fall to the collegiate market where uh, students will be allowed to study the issues that I've had to combat in the last 20 years, um, separate themselves from my frustration and my anxiety, and offer a study piece with live evidence that will allow them to be able to accomplish several tasks, including uh, study, uh, be more detailed, um, separate themselves from a client. Um, we also offer nine different languages uh, other than, than English. Um, so it's going to offer so many different things. You were talking about the different languages um, and this is a book you're planning to offer to the different colleges and schools, right? Absolutely. So I've been in contact with the Board of Education. I got a letter back from the President of the United States uh, recently. Um, absolutely. So yes, it's something that I plan on offering uh, to the Board of Education so that it can be offered to the nonprofit foundations that are doing the research in order to offer uh, reparations. Wow, so what inspired you to really get involved in this book and become an author? Wow, uh, I've always been a writer. Uh, I, I have a love for writing. Um, so literary, writing in general, so literary works, um, music, composition, uh, as well as all the way, I want to say, to graphic design. I've gone as far as to program uh, where that's kind of where it stops. Uh, I'm not a programmer, but any form of writing, uh, video, so on and so forth. Um, my inspiration to write this particular book was The Fall. It consists, it's consistent for my life. Uh, I have uh, fallen into homelessness several different times. This time, I was able to take pictures I uh, get videos, I'd save my documentation, so on and so forth, gather it in one place, and I'll be able to offer it in that fashion. Um, along with the audios, the nine different audios, nine different languages, as well as hopefully we'll get as far as nine different languages in print. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yes. Uh so tell us when will this again when will this book be available and how can how can we connect with you if we would like to get the book or just talk with you some more or learn more about what you're doing how can how can we connect with you and when will the book be available uh great question the book should be available this coming week i have the book in digital form for you right now uh can't be printed as of yet, it needs to be accepted. It has already been submitted. Uh, so within the week, uh, it should be a printable documentation. Um, you can find me 
on just about all social media platforms under my name, Prentice V. Johnson. I'm on Facebook. I am on um, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, just opened a new TikTok account, and I'm exploring other uh, social media as well. Uh, you can always get in contact with me by email. Um, but first, make your first initial contact via Facebook. And I will look forward to hearing from several individuals uh, to participate in this venture. My Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstarter is coming up. It's it's launching on the 16th. Okay, great. And also, they can also con- contact you by email if they want to get that information as well. Did you give your e- email out? My you email. Absolutely. My email, Prentice. P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E Prentice B as in Bravo Johnson at mail.com just M-A-I-L.com Prentice B Johnson at mail.com you can contact me there anytime that's great so we're excited for you and, and your new book coming out and we'll definitely be looking out for all of these great events and happenings going forward and what you're doing so it was great speaking with you about this and is there anything else that you would like to close out with i do want to say um thank you irene uh for welcoming me uh, especially at such short notice uh hopefully look forward to more interviews uh coming up uh for the sale of the book and the launch uh, I appreciate all of this and everyone blessings and success. Awesome. Yes. So are you available? You made me just think, are you available to um, come on other podcasts or for any speaking engagements as well? If anyone would like to reach out to you for that, can they do so? Of course. Of course I am ready and available. I am taking, uh, I am scheduling interviews. Uh, I've been on five or six uh, other podcasts already and it's going really well. So I do appreciate everybody that reaches out to help. Awesome. Now, I want to do want to close out because you told that interesting story in the beginning about um, when you called the African young man the N-word during your school during the school time, like early on, didn't you say you were like one of the first African Americans in that area where you were growing up, right? Yes, 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 that's true. So I wanted to ask you, what did you learn from that whole situation? And did you ever find out what made him so upset? And what did you learn from that? I I can only make assumptions. There wasn't a, a grown up talk. We were young children, so. I would assume that this individual had uh, gotten in to the school, had made his friends, and uh, as a, a youngster was probably taught not to say things like that at all. While on the other side, uh, being a, a former slave, African-American, we've embraced the word for so long in such large form where it just came natural. It wasn't a, a, like a slur against him 
when I said it. However, he was offended. And let's keep in mind when we say that uh, there are some people uh, are offended by using uh, that typical that tick particular term, especially uh, when we don't know what it actually means. Uh, you can look to the greats. Oprah Winfrey, for one, has has come out and said, you know, just you know, don't don't call me that, you know. So there's an understanding there. What I learned is everybody doesn't have the same thinking, the same mentality. Uh, and, you know, he's he's grown to be a, a, a pretty great individual here in the Twin Cities as well. So uh, I keep that in mind by way of what he was thinking back then. Wow. I just really like the whole dynamics of you sharing that and the whole use of the N-word because it's still... A issue today of should it be used at all and how should it be used and all of this and in certain communities and areas and certain people they just feel like it should never be used and then it's also embraced in certain communities and areas so it can be it can be tricky but I think that we have to just kind of respect everybody's wishes and desires when it comes to using that word and use it Use it in the right context if you're going to use it or just don't use it at all. I think that uh, will be the best. <laughs> I think absolutely. that will be it's, it's a learning experience, especially. Yeah, that's um, a, a great topic for another day, I'm sure. Just talking about the use of the N-word and should it be used. So uh, maybe that's a we can revisit. But it's been really uh, great talking with you. Yes. And we look forward to your venture and we will definitely share your information in the description of our episode. And thank you so much.